perspective amongst you may well actually know that at the top there it says roll along RPG playthrough because, well, as I was streaming, these two gentlemen here, two two super chatters, asked if they could join and I didn't have it in my I didn't have it. I didn't have it in my heart to say no, so here they are. So I'll let them introduce themselves. Why don't we go with who's in the middle? Do you want to introduce yourself? I don't know who's in the middle, I can't see. Oh, but you! You are in the middle, Jay. Right. Um, I'm Jay, I'm playing the, the character of Bobo in the stream. I'm, I'm taking control of Bobo, as um, you'll know, he is a, he's an existing character. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll uh, see what happens. Yes. And uh, in the bottom screen, that will be you then, the person who isn't Jay. Uh, my name's uh, Ross. Uh, I will be playing uh, Horse Apple today, a halfling uh, Beastmaster Ranger, so I'm obviously not min maxing if I chose that. And uh, uh, I swear I'm not on any register and I've never done a bad murder. <laughs> Good to get that off your chest, Ross. That's it, okay. Way to endear yourself to the, hopefully, viewers. I say viewers, we'll have to see. Whether anybody's joining in with the form. <laughs> could, could, could you could you send me some sort of Twitch link so I can see something other than the Skype? You know. <laughs> uh, I was just going to open the stream in the background or something and see yeah. how it works. Right, uh, Twitch link. Oh, now you're asking, gentlemen, aren't you? We're just so demanding. Tell me about it. Yeah, if you don't mind, Jay, yeah, that makes my life easier. <laughs> Right, well, anyway, um, as I believe, we'll just do a little recap. So the way that it got left is the fact that uh, Gramble and Bobble had managed to valiantly <laughs> beat a retreat from a manticore that they found in the depths of a dungeon that they assumed was somebody's kitten, somebody's cat. They managed to make good their escape, but as we left them, we left them huddled together away from the damp in a tree root, hiding from the manticore, waiting till dawn appeared so that they could make good their escape. Now, for me, the easiest thing here DMing is just to say that journey that we took from Hexford to the dungeon... We're going to do it in reverse, but we're not going to roleplay it this time. We're going to fast forward back to Hexford and our adventure party, which at the moment consists of Bobo and Granville, or Granville and Bobo, whichever way you want to put it. Probably Granville and Bobo because he sees himself as he sees himself as a big poo bar, the grand poo bar, the big cheese. Whether that's yeah. true or not, you can make your own decision. But anyway, uh, they head back into town back to the Black Cow to see Captain Jack. And I think we can put up a picture of Captain Jack here. Yeah, there you go. That is Captain Jack, that mean and moody-looking gentleman just there. And they make their way back to the Black Cow. And Granville is livid, absolutely livid. He's furious. A cat, a kitten indeed. Bloody manticore. God damn it. Sentences in there like fools, lambs to the slaughter. I'm going to remonstrate with him and give him a piece of my mind. And so they make it back into the Black Cow and Granville marches over to Captain Jack's table, uh, 
heartily hikes himself onto a chair with about as much dignity as he can manage, having to climb up there from norm height. Uh, tries to look <laughs> Captain Jack in the eyes as much as he can, but basically he's just looking into his chest. And you damn bugger, you sent us there like lambs to the slaughter. You, you knew that that wasn't a kitten. Told us it was retrieving a cat. What are we doing? Captain Jack looks at him squarely in the face. Look. Well, you've made it back, haven't you, boys? Yes, but no help of yours. What do you mean? Do you usually find ghouls with uh, spell scrolls of expeditious retreat on there? Ross is down the bottom there doing his best badger impression. I think he's trying to find some bedding for the night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back no, on. I'm getting paper to make notes upon. All ah, right, okay. That's drawing penises, you mean, isn't it? I may do such doodles. I am at liberty to do so. But anyway, um, well, are you trying to say that this was all some sort of setup? Uh, Captain Jack says, "Ah, oh, so the penny drops now, does it?" You see, a couple of half-pints like you, we had to be able to tell if you had what it had to hang with the big boys. So you're telling me you'll send us there with some sort of perverse initiation? Uh, Captain Jack just looks back at him and goes, Yep. Anyway, how is Tiddles? I hope we didn't hurt him too much because, well, somebody else is going to have to take that test at some point. Well, we set off in good faith, and Tiddles is still there, the bloody thing. But you, I asked you for a little help, to help me for giving you some help. What happened in my manor? What happened in the Granville Mansion? Oh, yeah, uh, well, I'll put a word around. And apparently those uh, fellows that you saw running away from your mansion, the ones that killed Granny, as you say, they're called Los Tortoise. They're four turtle brothers, bad banditos, who go around and pretty much do what they want. So you're do telling me... Each wear, wear, do they each wear different coloured face masks? No, different coloured ponchos. Okay. And they have a different coloured band on their sombrero. Uh, All right. That's it. <laughs> each wielding a different weapon, yeah? Okay. Yeah. That's it, exactly, yes. <laughs> Strangely Eastern weapons. <laughs> <laughs> what are these nunchucks you talk of? But, um, <laughs> oh, isn't that when you accidentally eat yourself in the testicles? <laughs> oh, nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> So, is that all you can give me? Some turtle folks broke in and did their damnness. Well, for the moment, I'll put my word down and uh, see where we get some more bites. And uh, when I find something, I'll tell you what I find. But uh, now that you're back, I've got some work for you guys. But also, I've got somebody to wear. Uh, Lend you a little hand and keep an eye on you. Make sure you don't get into trouble, eh? Hey? 
or any more trouble than what I want you to get into. And he whistles through to the uh, corner of the bar, and that is when we see... Explain, Ross. Uh, <coughs> Arse Apple, he's a... He's about three foot five, which makes him just slightly, slightly tallish for a halfling, I would say. Uh, still slight build. <clears throat> He's particularly well armoured for a halfling, though. You don't normally see halflings in full scale mail. He actually has a, a normal sized dude's scale mail on that. He's just cut the arms down, but the uh, the uh, legs, the uh, the kirtle is like a skirt flapping around his ankles. As he comes walking along with a, a steel half helm on, uh, a pot helm. And he, he's wandering up, and what you would notice is he has armour on, but he's also got medals on. Um, and instead of being on just one side of his chest, he's wearing medals on both sides of his chest. And if you have a look, you would notice that they are medals from each side of the recent war. <laughs> And he absolutely hums. People are moving out of the way. He stinks like an armpit because there is, if you were anybody who keeps ferrets or anything like that, there is the smell of mustard hanging heavy upon him as he wanders through the bar. He doesn't, as a, as a halfling, he doesn't need to push people out of the way. He's one of the few halflings that people actually get out of the way from. Well... Uh, Granville takes a look <clears throat> and uh, turns to Bob and goes, damn it. God damn. And he looks at Captain Jack and says, don't believe a word this man says. He's an inveterate liar. <laughs> God. Bloody horse apple. What are you doing here anyway? Uh, I was, I was contacted to take care of your boys. Captain Jack here, don't freak, you can look after yourself. Needs an old horse apple here to look after you. Hold your hands and mother you. Just like I used to back in the day when you'd be crying in the foxhole saying, Oh, the enemies all over here, I'm going to die. And you needed good old Sergeant Horse Apple to get you over the edge. Up and over the top. Lies. Lies. How did you get back here so fast? I've only just come back from the front myself. And look at you. You look like you've been making yourself cosy for months. I was just, well, like you, I actually fought at the hard end, and I got injured, and I got, uh, I got cashiered out from an injury. But, you know, he was fast, and here's I is. Have you nobody else who can keep an eye on us? Why must you stick us with old stink pants? Ain't nobody else fool enough to rival you. Grumble, you know him. You what? I, I know oh. him from the border war that we were both involved in. I was a war wizard, and he was a ranger. We have fought together on previous occasions. We're, we we may have been fighting on the same side sometimes, but we weren't uh, best of pals, let's say. Well, uh, uh, Horse Apple actually started out fighting on the other side until he got cut, captured, and he, that was his, uh, you know, he was a, such an effective ranger that he was told that he, he had little choice, either switch sides or died. And so he, he wasn't that overly attached, and so he switched sides. 
But he has a, like I say, it's a rare distinction of being one of the few men that has medals from each side of the conflict. <laughs> so, and isn't particularly liked as a consequence by veterans of either side. How did you get awarded medals from both sides of the conflict? Start a character for a second. Because was bravery. <laughs> When he was on both sides of the conflict, he, he got awarded when he started up on the other side, and then he got captured and forced to fight on this side, because Bigger was bravery again, so he got medals from either side. <laughs> it's just... Oh, OK. Well, well, if we must have Nanny with us, what do you intend us to do with him? Captain Jack um, says, well, I do have a job for you boys, as it is. And claps his hands and out from the back of the bar emerges this little lady Madame de Bonbon a hobgoblin that has uh, come to get some people to accompany her on her journey, some muscle she's going to make her way from Hexford down south towards the Pleasure Palace that is known as the Custodome. And we are to accompany her there. Captain Jack says, This is uh, Madame de Bonbon, and you boys will be making sure that she makes it safe down to the uh, Custodome. No questions asked. And then she makes her way out, and he turns to you and says, uh, By the way, boys, if anybody asks, you're all eunuchs. She's obsessed with the fact that she might get ravaged on the way and insisted that she was only taken there by eunuchs. Now, Don't you have a hard time being taken by a eunuch? <laughs> Such a jolly JP, horse apple, nothing changes. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Granville's gonna have to pretend. He's the only one of us don't. <laughs> I think you might be right. <laughs> well, Captain Jack says, I might be fair. I, I just, actually, I, I, I do a quick look between Granville and Bobo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I keep looking backwards and forth. Uh, I start looking between horse up and Granville, I'm like, why are we doing this? And oh. then Captain Jack actually looks and says, ah, yeah, you're right there, horse apple. I'm the ranger, I'm great perceptors as I. You are, aren't you? Why do you two look aside? You never told me you had a brother, Granville. What, whatever do you mean? This is. No, horse apple isn't my brother. I ain't family of that. We ain't kin. You two fucking about Fuck, we're coming from you. Horse apple is actually all scarred and ugly. But, uh, no, um. Captain Jack says, the other one, the quiet one in the middle, the one that doesn't do too much talking, probably the brains of the outfit. But, uh, yeah, what's his name anyway? I'm, I'm Bobo, sir. And you're telling me that you two... Am I supposed to call him, sir? To go well. Well, it might help. We need him for the moment. You're supposed to... He's my goblin manservant. He's not... What, what, what are you trying to suggest? The actual truth is that he is actually 
Granville's half-brother, but Granville will never admit it, seeing as that uh, Bobo is half-goblin, and essentially it's his dad that slept with the goblin help and produced progeny such as Bobo. But Granville is too much of a snob and too much of an elitist to admit that for shame it would bring for fear it would bring further shame upon the disgraced family name. Uh, half apple, apple turns to Bobo and says, Man serving of the day. When, when, when was the last time he paid you, boy? Uh, I get paid in apples and uh, food and um, drink. I take good um, care of him. Oh, Grimble the Patriarch. A generous boon to all of his fellow men. <laughs> Well, coming from you, you war hero. I got double the fighting I have, you know. Ain't many men do my missions and hold a horse apple here. No, because nobody wanted you there. They kept sending you away, because you stink. I don't smell anything. Shh, just grandfather. Oh, just Bobo, you're not helping our cause. Uh, 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 people are strange, ain't they? They're powerful strange. Telling the man he smells when they no stink at all. But Captain Jack just bangs the table and pushes you all up and goes, Oh, none of this. Stop. She's waiting outside, and you're going to go and start a company now on her journey. But before we can do that, here's a little something from me to you. And he hands out a set of spies' murmurs to all of you. He says, these are the best ones in the land. I'll be able to get in contact with you. You'll be able to contact me wherever, wherever. And I'll expect updates. So if you want to put some of those in your equipment. Equipment. That's in your equipment, talent. You can do that. Um, just done that. Excellent. <laughs> and then he also tells you that you will be paying back for this equipment that he's given you, the uh, spies murmurs, and a two health portions that he's given you each, and tells you that, yeah, they're there for now, but he'll take it as stipends out of your pay when you come back. Uh, don't, don't tell Gravel that, he'll kill himself deliberately to spite you. Well, actually, he's, he's not taking it out of yours, because you've already been on your pay payroll long enough to pay all this stuff off. Okay. Well, well, I still say that about Granville. Don't tell him that he'll let himself die just to spite you, so we won't have to pay. I thought you said you were giving these to us. That makes no sense. Well, I'm giving you get it. You can look after them for a while, but you'll need to pay me back for them. Yeah. What'd you do with them? <laughs> Granville leans over and sticks them on and goes, uh, they won't work as well in here because we're not far enough apart to be able to tell each other stuff, but when we're out in the field, we can keep these on, these uh, spies murmurs, we can put them on and uh, I'll be able to talk to you over greater distances. We won't have to shout as much. You'll be able to hear him cower and beg and squeal and go, no, 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 I heard that a lot in the war. <laughs> Just your mouth, hallucinating. It's a smell of blinking ferret urine. It's something man insane. I, I, I hallucinate a lot then. Yes, exactly. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a cold burn. Yours are just bad dreams, Bobo. Stop telling the man about your nightmares. Yes, Grumble. Exactly. I believe we need to be on the way anyway. This Madame de Bonbon is waiting for us all. Right, so we're going to set off. Make our way out, yeah. Yeah, make our way out to accompany Madame de Bonbon. I'll put up the map now. I say I'll put up the map. Where is it? There we go. Okay, so pointy pointy. This would be the Granville residence. And then we would make our way. We're in Hexford here at the moment. And we're going to make our way south down here towards the Custard Dome. Can that come up? No, it hasn't. It's on the wrong screen. That's why. It hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like. I like give it a sec. We'll just wait to catch up and then we'll be able to see it and it just didn't appear. <laughs> I was thinking that was a long, long lag. Let's try that again now. Okay, it should appear any second now. I was thinking that is a heck of a lag. There we go. Yeah, so this here is Granville's residence. This is where we fought that manticore last time. And we're back here in Hexford here at the moment. And we are making our way down to here, down south, towards the Custard Dome. Uh, uh, <laughs> dome full of custard. Well, it's Custer, <laughs> but uh, yes, C-U-S-T-E-R, but yes, down to the Custard Dome. So we have one, two, three, four, five, five hexes of... What's that? It's planes. It's basically uh, woodland, <laughs> but five hexes of that. So that would take us a day for each hex, and actually a day and a half. So it would be seven and a half days. We'll call it eight days. That's eight. Are we, tra tra we travelling any slower because we're escorting someone? someone. No, we won't take that as such as that. Otherwise, it would take us like 16 days to get there. We would possibly have 16 <laughs> encounters. With you're, you're, you're traveling with a ranger anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's eight days to get uh, there. My, my, my chosen terrain is forest, so if we're ever going over forest, then you know, the plan doesn't <clears throat> slow you down and all this sort of stuff. Can't get lost either. Right. Okay, so... We have eight possible encounters that we can do, so I'll roll us through those and see how we go on. Alright, let's roll a D100 then. Rolling, rolling, rolling. We get a 33. Let's see what happens there. 
that's kind of treasure chest, isn't it? <laughs> no, that would be nice, apparently. As we head off down the road and head out of town, we get part way through the pumpkin fields that are surrounding the place that the people use to feed themselves off. Um, one of our party members suddenly stops, paralysed. I think we're all enough to roll There's a flicker above, and one, and one of us stops paralyzed. I think we're going to all have to roll a d6 and see who gets the lowest. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we should actually roll an average, basically, shouldn't we? I've rolled a one. I've rolled a one. You guys don't roll a one, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I rolled a one as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, what's... Here we go. I think me and you are going to have to roll again there, Joe. Nah, I knew it. Nah, I knew it. Oh, you I've rolled a six this time. I rolled a three. I've got a yeah, four, I've got, got a four, 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 so... Yeah, so, um, yeah, you see Granville take about five steps and then just dramatically drop to the floor, and most of you convinced it's just due to the fact that he doesn't want to walk, that he's trying to get himself pulled up onto the carriage or something like that, that he thinks he's too grand to actually walk. But when you get there, you can see there's, like, foam coming out the side of his mouth and he's just, like, twitching and kicking his legs a bit. Well, first I initial attempt to Bobo saying, see what it's like, you know, drama queen. Typical typical Granville. Oh, 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 look at him. Fall over on his side, say, oh, I can't walk no more, gotta be carried. I stand there for a good minute or two waiting for him to get back up, and he doesn't, does he? And the thing is, anyway, what horse apple isn't really bothered because horse apple isn't still riding on a giant weasel at the moment, so his feet aren't getting sore. In fact, I forgot to actually show horse apple. We have a picture of horse apple that I can show to everybody. And that should come up, hopefully. Done it. Come on. Ah, wrong monitor again. Why does it keep bringing it up there? <laughs> there we go. There's Horse Apple. Do you want to explain who he's accompanied by there, then, Ross? Yeah, by his giant weasel. So his giant weasel beast companion, his compadre, called Evil. You know, he's very originative when it comes to naming this weasel. So you are riding Evil the Weasel cross country at the moment. Evil. Yes. Evil. <laughs> so, what is anybody doing about Granville just laying on the floor, gently twitching? Okay, so I've waited a minute or two to see if he'll just get back up. He hasn't, so now I'm going to actually investigate what's going on. Phil's uh, so been bitten by a snake, hasn't he? <laughs> When you get to um, Granville, he's just lay on the floor chanting, Unagu, 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 Unagu. Unagu. Isn't that some sort of Eastern language for surprise? Is he going to leap out and try? Oh, I gotcha. Unagi or whatever. That's Unagi. This is Unagu. He's done that, he's done that before. Hopefully, hopefully not. 
gives him a stiff kick. kick. <laughs> Not enough to injure, but enough that it would actually wake somebody that was just cracking it about. Yeah, you hear a groan and oh, and then it just goes back to unagu, unagu, unagu. Gives him a slap. Holds his nose for a few seconds as well. Uh, yeah, that seems to do the trick. The eyes roll back in his head, and you just <laughs> and he comes around. And, oh God, the stink! Do you ever wash your hands? My hands are clean. He says with really dirty hands. Charming. Well, look at those nails, boy. That look clean. You're gonna get yourself up on a cleanliness charge, I say. And turn around to Bob. What the devil? What the dickens? Why, why, why are you holding my nose anyway? Because you was there on the floor dribbling and wetting yourself, going, Ooga nooga, ooga nooga, nooga nooga, ooga ooga, ooga ooga, nooga nooga. If you stop walking, don't talk about the mighty Unago in such tones. What? What's the mighty what? Is that like a is that like a bus tone? Who's the Unago? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Ross, the saying on the stream that you are super echoing. So I don't know if you want to turn your mic down or something. Right. Uh, I'm at, ask the, please ask the stream whether I'm better now then or not. We'll have to speak, speak a little bit more, I think, but we'll try again. Just say something, Carsapple. Hello, stream. Uh, 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 is my volume more suitable now? There, yeah, we'll see whether they get back to us. Uh, yes, uh, yes, it's, it's most displays that you would take the mighty Unagu's name in vain. Is, is, is Unagu your patron or something? And you know you're one of them. You're a warlock, ain't you, Bo? Well, um, I, I, well, I didn't start that way, but something happened during the war, and yes, you could say so. Yeah, I served with someone, I don't know what to like, the weirdos with the bone fetishes and they're all, Ooh, dog, power this, dog, power that, my master, my master. Apparently you're still echoing there, Ross, I don't know why. Oh, <sighs> Not echoing for us, like in the actual chat. No. Is this better or not? I'll ask. I'll just not talk. Horse apples are mute. <laughs> You'll have to use the international language of sign language, yeah. You'll have to mime everything. Horse apple, anyway, mine's wait. a bow, mine's a gun. Horse apple had his tongue removed when he was captured. <laughs> Just double check it's not coming from me. Is it? Am I any better or not? Uh, I don't know. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, we'll be better in a second. Hopefully. Oh, apparently not. Uh, I am a fly in the ointment, it seems. Hmm. Not sure why that uh, is. Let me try something then. I'm going to. I'll change the.
what? He's changing something. He's gone into settings. His mouse moving. He's concentrating. He's <laughs> concentrating. <laughs> Can't hear you at the moment, Ross. Let's bring back some flashbacks. This is what we that's what we like literally just before the stream started with me. Yeah, only slightly yeah, now. Only, only slightly. slightly. It's very, very low. And it's uh, still really low. Really low in the mix, yeah. Still. Still. You'll have to do your best, Brian Blessed. Oh. <laughs> I can, we can just about hear you. I don't know what, this, what it'd be like on stream now. Uh, yeah, next up because I can't hear you. Yeah, probably. I'm doing the same thing mine did. Um, yeah, all right. Um, talk again, Ross. It's still low. Uh, uh, right click on your speakers in the bottom right corner, Ross. I didn't realise we were going to get tech support as well in the stream. Uh, <laughs> is it loud for you? Can you hear anything now? Yeah, 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 I can hear. I have changed to another, yet another microphone source. How am I now? Yeah, you need to turn it. You need to dive it back down a little bit now. The other way. All right. Fuck on in games. It's it. Yeah. How about now? Am I am I better? Dive it down a bit more, yours. Try it now. Hey now, is that better? Yeah. yeah. I'm further away from the microphone. I've had to use the microphone on my webcam, so now I've had to move a couple of feet back, but, you know, if people can hear me okay. Right. Yeah. We can hear you fine. Right, so how, is that audio issue fixed then? I'm just testing the, the Oracle now to find out. Uh, Hopefully so. Right. Uh, yeah, so, well, we've had a bit of character revelation there about uh, Granville and his um, patron, his warlock patron. <laughs> Apparently you have to talk, Ross, and somebody's going to do a recording so that I can see it, get a text message of how bad it sounds. Okay. Domo origato, Mr. Robato. All right, well, we'll find out whether, how echoey that sounds in a second or two. Um, yes, so we are... Well, I guess Grandpa's back up on his feet now. I'd have helped him up. Uh, and we'll carry on. We'll see whether what anything else interesting happens along the way. This is the first word I said, like the nagging and whole whole up thing. We haven't you know really that. been in contact for that long, have we, to be honest with you? Because I've been uh, away fighting at the Border Wars and you've been back inside the uh, Granville mansion looking after, after Granny. 
Yeah, so we'll assume that that was the first day. Apart from that, it went okay, apart from Granville chucking himself on the floor and twitching. Um, and then on the, on the second day, as we move along, a chatty bard walks alongside the party. Just joins us from out the tree line, decides he's going to tag along and generally just stick his nose into stuff. <laughs> Where are you going, boys? This way. He ain't positioning your testicles, is you, boy? Because he's all eunuchs. You ain't allowed to kill us if he's a eunuch, boy. Because our mistress here is mighty worried about being ravaged. You've got testicles and you're powerful afraid of you, boy. The bard leans closer. There was a childhood accident. Oh, oh, you one of these boys that go and you went for pooping the man and the pigs got him and she's pooping on the ads. Common net, so fairly common, unfortunately common. I'm glad I didn't grow up on a farm. I grew up on the forest. Never had, I, I used to climb up a tree just to make sure the wild boars didn't get mad. Yeah, the bard, he was going to tell you that uh, <laughs> there was one still left. <laughs> <laughs> the pigs didn't manage to get the four munch. Uh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> Granville jokingly quips that only half of him can join us. He's a bit stupid, this part. So basically, he turns onto his side and starts walking like a crap sidewards. <laughs> like that might help. Like it will suddenly be accepted <laughs> if we can only see half of him. Mm. I'll poke him in the back with the sharp, sharp end of the blade, just a little poke though. <laughs> well, you guys aren't overly friendly, are you? The gentleman just asks where you're going. I could have sung you some songs and lightened the mood and shortened the journey. I didn't say anything, I just, I just talked about what I know from childhood accident. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I didn't say anything either, I just poked you. Yes. Is that how you introduce yourself to everybody by poking them? Normally, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just got trouble with these fellas myself, so I can't go through them. Well, confess for this one, I know something back in the day. You're an inveterate coward and storyteller. Storyteller, is he a bard as well? Uh, uh, do you have a college of lies? <laughs> it's all he's a graduate. I haven't heard of it myself, but I dare say that could be what. Oh, Here you go. <laughs> the first room of the college of lies is you don't talk about the college of lies. I know. What? 
Uh, do I sound any better in the mix than all that? I've turned off the boost off the off one mic and manipulated another one, so hopefully I don't sound too bad. <laughs> I'm listening to it now. Yes, that's pretty bad. Uh, I don't know what to do about that, Ross. Uh, well, he said that my Yeti microphone was interfering with uh, with the other audio thing, so I've, uh, I've disabled it. So hopefully we get a better sound. Well, we'll see. We'll have to press on, won't we? Uh, you'll have to ask chat with it. Uh, it still sounds as echo canyony as that. I mute you guys for a bit. Hang on, that's the thing I can do. Alright, one sec. Right. Can you guys still hear me? I can hear you now, yes. I don't know if I can hear Ross at the bottom. Alright, Ross speak. Hello there. Yeah, can you hear me now then? Apparently you're still echoing, uh, Ross. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fixed. Well, Philip is muted now, though. This is fascinating for anybody that's watching. Uh, <laughs> It's like um, it's like the start of 2000 AD, 2001, all the monkeys just hammering on the obelisk. This is us just trying to get this to work. You're muted. I'm muted. Oh, great. Can I talk again yet? I don't know if it can be any clearer than that. He can hear us, we just can't hear him, right? Uh, I don't know. Your microphone is off. You are muted. Turn your microphone back on. I didn't mute myself. I don't even know how that's happened. What the heck? Uh, there you go. Nope, it's hit back off. There you go. Right. There you go. Okay. Okay. I'm not even certain what happened there. Because I didn't mute myself. If anything, the echo's got worse, I think, with you, Jay. Oh, really? No, you're echoing now. It's Philip. Oh, wonderful, yes. The joys of Skype. Wonderful. We started off bad and we've made it worse. Right, well, let, let's hold on, shall we, until, unless it gets unbearable. Yeah, we really, are like, we really are like those monkeys at the start of 2001 AD. Just smashing against the obelisk. 
It's a free stooges, you just have to rename the channel. I'm sorry, Ollie. I'm sorry, Ollie. I'm alone, really. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's another fine mess you've gotten us into. Uh, what? What's that? Said that's another fine mess you've gotten us into. Uh, <laughs> yes. Alright, we only do this so that people can feel superior about themselves. Yeah. Nobody's, everybody's broadcasting to Fingy, aren't they, to headphones. Everybody's got headphones in. It's not coming out of it. Has anybody got sound coming out of the laptop? Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's this headphone. Oh, sorry, sorry, this speaker. Uh, no, there's a microphone, that speaker. Right. Yeah, because I think everybody's just hell coming through headphones, aren't we? Yeah. Should be. And I've made sure that there's only one microphone as well working, so that shouldn't be a problem. Good, good. Right, okay. Well, we'll just have to press on. We've managed it so that at least we aren't all dropping out this week. We're all still on the stream. <laughs> we're, 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 we're physically able to do a stream. <laughs> this could be a different story. Small is small. Well, I said it early critical role because it sounded like it was recording on a potato, so you know. Uh, yeah. Potato cam. Yeah. We'll push on through. We need to keep pushing on through, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, the chatty bard. He gets a little bit too close to the window and a whip comes flying out and just whips him in the eye. Right. <laughs> as well as one testicle, is he? That's clever. <laughs> it appears that Madame de Bonbon does not want people peering in through the side of the car, through the side of the carriage. And as soon as he gets too close, this whip comes sailing through the air. Ah! <laughs> and he just runs off, cursing all of you and telling you he's going to make a song telling everybody just how bad people you are. Oh, well, he's called Gamble! <laughs> Sorry, as he, as he, as he <laughs> runs off. Right, okay. Yeah, keep going. Well, we keep going. We find a place, place to spark. Well, spark up. Yeah, yeah. We'll light some cigarettes. No, we find a place to park up. To the left-hand side, do we? That's how we spend the evening. <laughs> get, 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 get the big share of pipe out, you know. <laughs> yeah, a big hooker pipe comes off the back. It's that big that it had to be carried on top of the carriage. In parts, we have to spend like a couple of hours screwing it together and assembling it. And the problem is we have to create some makeshift steps and uh, ladders, etc. Because we're all so short, none of us can actually get to the top to screw it on. I hope we can deal with uh, the in-world in tech better than we can out-world tech. Then. Well, yeah, there's no saying that, is there? Yeah. Bobo's probably well, well, Yeah, Granville just walks off in a huff, sits down and turns his back away from you. Stinky old trap, telling me what to do. <laughs> Dirty belly. He makes, he makes <laughs> out to, to go over and kick evil and then thinks better of it. <laughs> Technically, what what rank did uh, what rank did uh, Granville get to in the war? 
He always tells himself it didn't matter what rank he got to because he was a wizard. He was superior uh, to all the, the uh, fingers. In fact... Yeah, in the infantry. Yeah. Yes, that's it. In fact, he, he went in as a commissioned officer with being a wizard. Uh, More due to his station rather than his abilities. Uh, oh, I was just wondering whether... Uh, whether the thingy would have outranked him. Horse Apple outranked him. Unfortunately not. It probably would have oh, been... No, te technically he did. No, uh, he, Horse Apple had worked his way up to captain on the other side until he was... Uh, <laughs> until he was... Uh, <laughs> until he was forced to change sides. But he only ever managed to make his way up to sergeant on the other side. So, you know, it, there's an uneasy relationship because Horse Apple thinks he is the higher officer, despite the fact that his, his rank was on the other was on the other side. Now I'm captain. You call me captain. But you knew him as sergeant. I'll call you sergeant. That's all you deserve. Yeah, there's a very uneasy relationship between the two. The tension, you could cut the tension with a wire. Well, slice it with a knife. That's it. Uh, a lot of it's misplaced sexual tension. Yeah, it's like, it's like Top Gun. Anytime yeah. you get that many men all together and there's no women. Exactly. Yeah, all, all it needs is, a, is some form of, like, a ball game to bring it out, bring it to the surface. Not while we've got Madame Dubon on here. Probably a bad plan. Commander <laughs> yes, Bonbon doesn't want to see any balls. No balls whatsoever. All right, cool. <laughs> no ball games allowed. No ball games allowed. <laughs> <laughs> one of those, one of those signs on the side of the carriage. <laughs> well, there's another one underneath it saying shoplifters will be prosecuted. <laughs> A little more, no smoking sign stuck to the window. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we settled down for the night after <laughs> constructing the world's largest hooker pipe. <laughs> and then we wake up the next morning, decide to make our way onwards. So that will be day three of our journey. Let's see what happens next. It's another it's board burn! <laughs> Let's hope not. I see another, I see another part. He's not going to live to, to, to run away this time. <laughs> As we make our way through and we are like passing past this little town that's just here. Come on, little town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little town. Diddy Town. Welcome to Diddy Town. It's just it's just full of gnomes, dwarfs. In fact, it, the town is so small that they built the town walls about six foot. <laughs> <laughs> so a tall man could step over them, but only dwarfs, gnomes and goblins can walk underneath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the perfectly scaled town for us. That's it, yeah. We, we feel like the big man on campus now. <laughs> and... Yeah, um, and as we make our way through the town gates into Diddy Town. Diddy Town. The, the official name, yeah? Yeah, the official name. Diddy Town. Welcome to Diddy Town, the smallest town on Earth. The inhabitants are known as Diddy Men, whether male or female. That's it. Two guards are holding a wanted poster and they are carefully studying us as we pass by. 
Yeah, it shows like a scruffy man accompanied by a badger. Have I seen this? I don't think I have. I wouldn't know unless Bobo told me. I might tell you later, I'm just having a losing myself now. I lean over to one of the guards and go, Does the badger have a name? Devil or something, it's a badger called Devil. Devil, you say? Oh, oh, we have Spice don't we? Yeah. I was going to tell you later because I didn't want people to hear but we have Spice Memes on. <laughs> right. um, well, keep your eyes, gentlemen, out. Keep your eyes out, gentlemen. You never know when they might come past. I'm trying as much as I can to try and implicate Horse Apple without actually saying, Look, it's him! <laughs> you never know how close by they could be. No, Hostap hasn't paid any attention to this. He's, he's hitched evil up outside to the, uh, to the hitching post and wandered inside. Horsepair, uh, there's a really bad um, one supposed to be outside. For me? I've been around these parts for a long time. Oh. Just, you know, heads down, up, 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 heads up, that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a... This language, this language thing is difficult for him being half goblin. No, well, heads down is a well-known dwarf term. They say heads up, they say heads down. They would, wouldn't they? Quite useful for avoiding hitting your head on low beams as well. Heads down, keep it out of the ground. Might be useful um, here then, with everything so small. Heads down. Duck! Where, where's the duck? Oh, where's the duck? <laughs> Don't say that, you silly mark! Yeah, in fact, you get outside and there are two of these guards with, like, batons holding them out in front of themselves trying to fend evil off, like they're like, they've decided that evil in fact they've been waiting for you to come outside to claim evil but they've sort of bitten off more than they can chew at this moment as... Yeah, you could uh, answer a few questions at the station Am I being detained? Uh, if I am not being detained, I'm not free to leave. One of them starts crying. Get him off us! You can go if you just take him away! Well... <laughs> uh, I was trying to go try and whistle, but I can't whistle. There you go, that cow's evil. <laughs> That pathetic little whistle is enough. Oh, I can't be too powerful when you whistle, get away to the enemy. That's oh, right. It's just the fact that a horse asshole can't whistle well and you need to become the person playing him. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was so high because it was <laughs> more half 
from a house plane, they can uh, whistle higher than a human frequency. Well, there you go. So, so the evil could hear it, yeah. Yeah, so evil comes trotting back to you. Uh, I just... evil was tied up all the time, like I said, I hitched him to a, to a post. Yeah, he comes back towards you. Yeah. yeah. And, um, well, we, we don't really like paperwork, and we'd like things kept nice and quiet in Diddy Town, so just be on your way. Fine. I didn't mean It's worse, Ross, when you get too close to the microphone. <laughs> right, fair enough. Um, yeah, does anybody else want to roll a D100? See what happens uh, next. Yeah. yeah. Sure. sure. As you turn the corner, a dwarf and an elf are standing over a stack of goblin corpses. They are arguing over the kill count. As we leave town and we set off, Across the plains, we can see this mound of goblin corpses stacked at the side of the road, and there is a dwarf and an elf who are stood side by on stood on top of these, arguing about who killed most. That's a lot of goblins. Yeah, you feel like a tug in your heart, a pain inside your heart, because being half goblin, it hurts your goblin heritage to see. So many of these just lay by the side of the road. Well, goblins are very. What's the word? They have their own tribes, don't they? So tribal. If they were, if they were, yeah, if they were from my tribe, they'd be really, really upset. But other tribes, you don't really care about. <laughs> Why don't you roll a perception check and see if they are from your tribe? Oh dear. Done it now, haven't I? Hang on. Very good at perception. <laughs> says uh, that's a nine yeah the bodies are too badly minced mm. things are chopped and it already mm. looks like they've started not them personally but there are people around them who seem to be stripping off any goods of value which isn't the right lot mm -hmm. of goblins they've found a few mm. rings and a few bits do we, bits, bits do we, travel, do we travel close enough to, the, to interact to hear what they're saying to each other or anything like that yeah, as you make your way up, uh, and the dwarf has said, "No, that's one of mine. Definitely one of mine. Look at look at the X mark." And the the elf is saying, "The X mark is nothing but a scratch. It's the arrow in his back that did it for him. It's one of mine." And the goblin, the and the dwarf said, "It's definitely the axe. I'm putting him down. It's one of mine." And the elf. Goes, <laughs> I wait till we're a little bit past. But we're still within hearing, and I turn around and I set them on the saddle and I look at them. And I stare at them until one of them notices me. Notices me. And then I just say in a loud voice, 
Drum man and bong, don't sit around. You folks still got small genitals. <laughs> Turn around and start my writing up. <laughs> yeah, uh, a hand axe goes flying past you. I'm gonna go pick it up. <laughs> God damn it! Why can't you ever keep your mouth quiet? Always causing trouble. Can I pick the hand axe up and keep it? <laughs> yeah, if you want to add that to your inventory, go ahead. Hey, no! If I don't pick it either, you killed him, goblins. Not gonna fall on that bit, boy. Yes, well. You can hear arrows being notched. <laughs> I, I am uh, fairly speedy uh, weasel. <laughs> I, I, I put spurs to it. <laughs> pull ahead. Yeah, the only problem is you pulling ahead of us and me and Bobo are being like, fresh targets. We're just having to like scamper down the side of the road in the long grasses hoping we can't be hit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll pull the longbow out just in case. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> clunk, 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 clunk. Well, we make our way. Catch up. has got a shield on his back, <laughs> Yeah, Granville's got a target on his back, though, probably. Knowing Granville's lot. Well, we've had a roll. I've done a couple of rolls. We've had a roll off Jay. Why don't you roll for the next day? I'll see what happens in the next day there, Ross. Okay. Oh, oh plague zombies. Forty-six. As we make our way across the next morning as we're guarding this carriage on a journey that generally seems to be quite dull and boring. It almost seems like we didn't needn't be here, but we're making our way anyway. Uh, I don't know why I even sound with you two. It's quite dull and boring. Don't even need to be there. I could have dealt with this myself. I wish you would, you dirty oik. <laughs> <laughs> I was never brought up on a cleanliness charge, so I don't know what is going on with a dirty stick. We see... So I've run over to this alien weapon and I pick it up. What's it look like? Just... Well, use your imagination, Jay. What do you think it looks like? As you touch it, six hooks come slinging off to implant themselves in your, in your skull. You're like the Giver now, sort of thing. Whatever it is, it's permanently attached to you now. As a symbiote. Come on! Is that what we're going with? That as soon as you pick it up, your arm turns into like a liquid metal sheen. All of a sudden, there's just a blade pointing out of it. <laughs> My arm's become a blade. <laughs> yes. He's like, the, he's like the T-1000 now. With a bonus action, he can turn his hand into a knife. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so alien weapon, oh, what are we really saying that it's just becoming a thing that can turn my arm into a knife? Effectively, I would say that it works on the same principle as a packed weapon. Right, okay. 
so that you should be able to give yourself the packed weapon bonus, which I believe is a charisma. Does that mean... You get to add your charisma advantage thing, don't you? But you don't have much charisma, do you? Uh, but it does no. mean that you can you can use an action or is it a bonus action to bamf it out of vision and then you can bamf it back into reality. So technically you are never physically disarmed unless it's by some wizard that discovers you've got this. So it means if, if you ever thrown in a jerry you can just call it to to being or something like that, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's something like but, that with a hex weapon. Yeah. Useful. So I do that and it's gone. <laughs> like there was something here. There was something here. Uh, never mind. Boys, yeah. And then you got to pick your nose, and then all of a sudden you're looking at this blade just pointing right at the corner of your nose. You're like, oh, oops. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to take you a while to get used to this. Now, I like to think that it was like a guyver and it was like really traumatic so Bobo's been laying on the floor screaming and rolling in agony for about 10 minutes before he could finally stand up again. <laughs> I, I, I keep I put my hand on his shoulder and go it'll be much better if you just keep chanting Unagu, Unagu, Unagu as it happens. I just uh, Embrace I Unagu. 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 <laughs> God, what is it with these bars? You know, drama queens the period, you know. If it ain't one of you falling over, it's the other of you. I try and use my arm to stand back up again. The knife sinks into the ground. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> it's stuck. We sort of would go and help you, but it's actually too funny watching you get back up again. We spend like the next <laughs> half an hour laughing at you as you try and get yourself out of the ground and back up. Ma Madame de Bonbon would get to the custard dome a lot sooner if she didn't have three clowns guiding her. <laughs> Probably. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, by my mind, have we been trekking five days now? Is that right? I thought this was like, uh, we had a Nagu you fell over, we had a board bard, we had a stop at Diddy Town, we had some stupid little, uh, Elf and dwarfs in some sort of competition. And then we've had this alien weapon, so yeah, I suppose that's five days, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, I'll roll again for the next and see how we get on with that, see what happens. Oh, I got a 92 there. I spend the next 24 hours working out how to keep my hand as a hand and not a knife. Yeah, <laughs> as, as we carry on through the next day, we get to a little ford with a bridge that goes over the top of it. And then all of a sudden, as soon as we get on the bridge, it's just hit by a thick fog. We cannot uh, see in front of ourselves. We can't see in front of us. We can't see behind us. We don't even know where we're going. I think we're going to have to roll a survival right. check and see to right. make sure that we're all going in the right direction still. Right. Yeah, I, I would just like to say, though, that Bobo now has hepatitis, which he has caught off this weapon from the previous owner. Roll the D6, one, two, three, he has hepatitis, Nathan. 
<laughs> yeah, I got a twelve. Go survival. Let's have a see. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, let's just see. Oh, here we go. Come on. Uh, well, uh, at least Hartapple knows what he's doing. He got a twenty-one. So. Yeah. <laughs> My phone and Grandpa both turn off somewhere. <laughs> what are you doing, boys? It's going this way. Where are you hearing the fools? Yeah, the, this way. The fog lifts. And have you ever seen that bit from E.T. where he's stuck in the river all pale and clammy? <laughs> what, you two are both like that? <laughs> both like that. Just lay amongst the rocks. Bobo has this like blade weapon, this hand that's just shimmering in and out, in and out again, just phasing in and out into like fingers <laughs> and a blade, fingers and a blade, and he's freezing cold in this water. And Bobo's just lay there, passed out, but and Granville's lay there, passed out, but fortunately his head's hit a rock, so he's just above the waterline, freezing cold, lay there. Oh God! I'll use the other arm to try and track. <laughs> I just shake. I just shake. No, I just shake my head, and I go down one side of the river and pull the one out that's closest on that side, whilst I get Evil to drag the other one out on the other side. Yeah, so Evil clenches his uh, teeth on Granville's collar and just ikes him, and it's just like you can hear that, just like boing, boing, boing. If he wasn't unconscious, he's even more unconscious now. It <laughs> comes out, and Evil's basically con concussed him. He's sort of lay there like, ah. Well, Evil is now licking your face with his rough tongue. You know, you need, you are whilst you whilst you're unconscious, you are sort of losing a layer of skin off your face. <laughs> it's like dermabrasion. People would pay yes. for it. It's like the deepest exfoliant that you've ever had. <laughs> I wake up looking ten years younger. <laughs> Face stinging, but looking ten years younger. Yeah. Cold water agrees with you, boy. <laughs> You'll almost drown again. I'll say to him. Right, Jay, would you like to roll the next D100? Yeah. <sighs> oh, Uh, as we head off the next day, we're like several hours down into the journey, trudging, endless trudging, we feel really quite bone weary and tired, and we're just trudging. And we're, one of us How takes... How did you be? How did you be? Oh, I'm happy that I'm in the yeah, well, um, yeah, we're born weary, we're tired, and, yeah. What are you doing what by, doing now? by now? <laughs> but as we do that, um, we sort of peer into the distance, and we can see something trundling towards us, but we can't quite get our heads around it. There seems to be this carriage that is coming up the opposite side of this grass road, this well-trodden path, but it's coming up, but there seems to be no means of propulsion to it. There aren't any horses hitched to it, and there's 
just nothing. It's, it's just on its wheels coming towards us. Ah, it's a ghost carriage. It's a hate. Hard boys, take your soul. It's here to collect. Yeah. I, I don't move for a couple of seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, uh, horse apple is, is well off the verge <laughs> into the uh, into whatever scrub is at, at the side of it. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll follow. I'll follow. A seconds, yeah. Oh. I just stand oh. there transfixed. I should move. I know I should move. I know I should try. Although, to be fair, we are actually supposed to be being paid to protect somebody. <laughs> We've all just hoofed it into the long grass. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just sort of stood there like, oh, just looking at it, and then all of a sudden, I, I can hear this, like, squelch noise. Like, this, like, And as it goes past, I can see him through the back window, and uh, there are two gnomes pump furiously pumping this pump handle that seems to be pushing down and pulling the moving the wheels like a little like one of those trailers you see on a train track. Just like... <coughs> called a pump carriage. Yeah, they're just making their way along on this pump carriage <laughs> that they've managed to hook up on inside a carriage onto the uh, carriage wheels, and they're just passing by us. The weird thing is, as though. You can't actually see anybody steering the thing. <laughs> it's got—it's—it's it's no technology. It's got a self-writing ja gyroscope in it, so you know as long as you lock the wheels, it just keeps going forwards. <laughs> what if it needs to turn? <laughs> <laughs> you only use the thing on a straight road. It's a—it's a drag carriage, really. Yeah, as we are watching, we see it just <laughs> mount the bank. And keep going further and further up this hill. But everybody else goes past it. But this thing just keeps carrying it upwards up this hill. And it gets so far halfway up the hill. And then it starts rolling back down again. Because they can't pump fast enough. And then all of a sudden, you see it go back up again. It goes a little bit further than last time. But then rolls back down again. And it keeps doing this till eventually they have enough momentum to crest the hill and carry on. But we stand there and watch them have about six attempts to try and get over this hill. Well, I thought you were going to say it hits the it hits the grass embankment and goes spinning and flying up and spins and lands on its on its roof about twenty feet away. Well, we don't know what happens once it gets to the top of the hill, whether it overshoots the hill and comes back down again. But uh, yeah, so we 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 pack up for our last night uh, and we get a good night's rest, ready to hack on and make our way finally to the Custodome. And we are part with uh, when we can have to hear some rustling in the bushes. I can hear you rustling. Get out of the bushes. You want the button arrow in there? You know. Get out. Get. Using the bushes, what? It's a turkey. Get out of there, turkey. I ain't chicken, this is turkey. <laughs> yeah, you say that, and then as you like, you really 
weren't expecting what happens next. What happens next is this. Oh, oh I'll make it quicker than that. Insane Two goblin owlbur riders come smashing through out of the tree line, along through the long grass, and they're heading straight towards Madame de Bonbon's carriage. It looks like we might finally have to uh, do the job that we were paid to do. God, I don't know what's worse, the look of terror in the goblin's eyes or the look of, like, just sheer naked attack mode in that owlbear. Wow, we've had a mighty long time to discuss before they get here. I enjoy these pre-combat discussions, don't you, Bobo? <laughs> yes, yeah. I think they had a certain delicacy to it. <laughs> well, in that case, then, would everybody like to roll initiative? That's the best about combat. The anticipation. <laughs> the more they make you anticipate, mm, the better it is. The more I enjoy it, then... <laughs> That hasn't won this sword, that's the thing. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> if you roll a 15 Which is just as well that one of us got the drop on them because they have got a 14. So that drawer is a little map area. Come on, man. If you don't mind. Map, map, map. This is a road. That is Madame de Bonbon's carriage. Can you give us like a, a snappy link or something, Phil? Because uh, yeah. Twitch was a bit slow for me, so I've not. Two uh, seconds yeah. and a world. I was just watching. I was just watching the stream. Yeah, I'll drop it to you in Skype, just in case anybody tries to zoom bomb into our combat. <laughs> in Smeppy, can, can they do, can they do such? such? Yeah, if you put the Smeppy link. Oh, oh yes, 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 they, they could, could, they could, they could, could Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, I've only the GM can Toto comes off, I suppose. Yeah, but they can move our tokens, because none of them are locked. Oh, you imagine being that hard? <laughs> Are you guys in yet? I'm in. Just, just give me one second. second. Mm -hmm. 
I think they would have to work on the presumption anyway that we did actually have some viewers. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure we've got one at least because uh, uh, after all that chastisement that uh, you know the uh, the chat was giving me. Yeah, I mean I am I am watching the stream as well, so that might count as one. Oh, I was going to say, chat was getting a bit lippy. <laughs> <laughs> it weren't even me responsible. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I can see it now, That's travel. Travel. That's all. That, that was, I assume we were travelling south, right? Yeah, yeah, south, south, south of the map. map. That was being direct travel, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the carriage horse is in as well, right? Yeah. Right, we said that my initiative was 18, we said that Bobo's initiative was 9, is that right? And Horse oh, Apple yes. got an 8. eight. Hmm, what are to do, what are to do, what are to do? I was too busy waiting for that turkey to come out. I wanted a turkey. Hmm. Yeah, why not? Why not? I'm going to lob a chromatic orb at this owlbur rider that's in front of me. No, don't, no, don't roll it on there. I want to roll it into here. <laughs> Choose damage type. Yeah, I'll go with acid damage. I've got a 22. 14 acid damage to the owl by. Right. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's probably... No, I did a 14. There we go. Yeah. Albert A has 14 acid damage. Albert A is pretty yeah. is pretty mad about that. It's going to run forwards. Yeah, I'm just wondering which number is A, considering one's marked to one and one's marked two. <laughs> number A and number number B. Yeah. yeah. yeah what, letter one and letter two. Yeah, letter yeah, yeah. Well, Albert <laughs> one. It's A and Albert 2 is B, yeah, there we go. It's that hard. It's not that difficult, is it? Uh, no, but it's good. No. It's got a chance. <laughs> it's got enough movement to move into range with me. I probably should have tried to put some more distance between me and it before lobbing that finger. 
That would have probably climbed on the roof or something. That probably would have been the better idea, wouldn't it? Um, right. Oh, and Bobo's not close enough to act as a human shield. Nope. You can't get <laughs> defense. All right, so it attacks with beak. Oh. I didn't even put mage armor on, did I? No. So 23, <laughs> yeah. Bobo Scramble, that's knowing you. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. How much damage is that Albert going to do? Oh, it does 10. 10 damage. Oh, that. Pesky Albert. <laughs> the third yell. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah, uh, let's see whether it manages to hit with its claws. Oh, gracious. Right, that's 17. This the end of our protagonist. I don't even think that Fingy will get me close enough, will it? What can I do? Um... What's your normal AC? I can do Arcane Deflection, which would make that 14. And then if I... Can I use Shield as a reaction or not? Probably can't, can I, because yeah. of, if I cast the spell? Uh, is your Arcane Deflection a reaction? Yes, your Arcane Deflection is a, is, a, is a reaction, so you can't stack it with Shield, I don't think. Have a check here. Because shield is a reaction, unless you cast it as an action on your own turn. But yeah, you can cast it as a reaction. Yeah, it's a reaction. You gain plus two bonus. You can't cast spells. Right, so you've got you've got twelve normally. Yep. And right, so yeah, you you can only make it up to AC seventeen. It'll still hit. Ah, I think that's God. Is that fourteen damage this time? Yeah, it's fourteen damage. Oh. I haven't even got second wind or anything. Have I? Oh, God. Damn, that hurt. Well, technically, it's not, met, it's not metagaming if you climb onto the carriage because according to the map, you've not left its five foot. Oh, no, it might be, actually. Yeah, yeah, you would get an attack of opportunity still. Bobo, go help the boy. I'll try and fend off this one, as I this has all happened while I'm turning around. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, the goblin uh, riding on top of it is going to try and attempt to hit me. Oh, you little bugger! I think he might have got a crit. Oh no, he did. He got a crit. There goes Granville. Oh, is this the end of Granville? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Granville is down. Granville is man down because that was ten damage. That that's hilarious. <laughs> Bobo, he's, got a, he's got a potion on him. Poison his gap. Yeah. Um, oh, God. And now it's the next Albert's turn. How, how far can it move? It can move. Oh, 40 I've feet. I've got to kill Woods, which is touch. I'd have to get in touch with it. Five, ten. No, it's going to go straight for you, actually. There's a uh, there's a power blast. Uh, no, we're on the other side. <laughs> Go for him. It doesn't tend to can't defend himself. I cry out. It gets an eleven. Ten. That that is that nothing on my armor. And it gets a thirteen. Nope. Ain't close. Keep trying. And the goblin that's on top of it will take a swing. 
and gets a five. It gets a fumble. Why did that work? What? All right. Bob, Bob, got that because Horse Apple has a, a, a an outstanding AC. They they only they only score high when they when they're attacking somebody with a, a rubbish AC. Of course. Yeah. Well, uh, Bob, right, so it's your turn now. I was going to run. Yeah. Shove a potion down your mouth. Um. We'll heal you for seven hit points. Are we playing that as a...